with a ton of marketing platforms, there is so much flexibility that you have in the type of information that you put out. That might mean that you put out pictures of your business. It might put out pictures of your product. You might put out pictures of yourself as the business owner. Uh, you might write articles for your business. But today we are talking about using video in your marketing. Of course, the marketing platform that you use would have to incorporate video, but there are so many marketing platforms that would be you would be able to incorporate video with. That would be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, television, YouTube, uh, and one of the platforms we talked about today, Wistia. I'd never even heard of that before this episode. So the question we are talking about today is, should you use video in your marketing? Why should you use video versus pictures? Or should you use video versus the written word? Should you write articles? Or, or what type of medium should you be using on all of these different platforms? I give a little bit of my experience with our family-owned retail feed stores uh, and, and talk about a little bit of the success that we have had with videos and, and actually give a little bit of statistics and numbers and analytics behind uh, some of the videos that we have posted. I hope you'll stick around for this episode of the podcast of why you should use video in your marketing. Hello and welcome to the Better Business Podcast, where we help you improve your family-owned retail business. I'm with my co-host today, Chris Fox from Fox Strategy, the marketing genius. And my name is Steve Cook. I'm a third-generation business owner, and with the things I've learned and talk about on this show, I've taken my family's retail business to over $10 million in sales. Now let's get to the show. So a report from Wistia, which is a video hosting platform uh, this week, really caught my attention. I thought we should share it. It's their state of video report for 2022, uh, which basically looks at a lot of survey data from their customers about how businesses used video last year, how they plan to use it this year. Uh, here's the thing that really jumped out to me though. This is the stat from 2019 to 2021, video plays for their businesses jumped 77%. So in just three years, our society, our culture has kind of been shoved into this online video era. And that means potential customers, sometimes we call them people, uh, are looking for more video from businesses that they shop with than they ever have before. So I thought we should talk about why you should use video in your marketing strategy. What do you think, Steve? Man, I think that video has always been the king of entertainment. Meaning that, um, you know, you look at even even in eras where there was a lot more than just videos. Think about um, maybe the 70s, I think, or so, where newspaper was very popular, radio was still very popular, mm -hmm. and television was kind of coming on the scene. Mm -hmm. um, I think that TV, um, people that were on TV, whether it's movie actors or um, TV uh, late night hosts and things like that, were always more popular and uh, more recognized and things like that. Things like that than were a newspaper columnist and or you know a, a radio host or something like that. Um, sure. I think that video, since its inception, has always been more popular than other things. Um, 
but I think that it is so much more accessible now that it's becoming more and more popular. So everyone has a phone in their pocket now, um, which makes it, you don't have to sit down at a television. Um, so I think video has always been the king. It's just so much more accessible now than it used to be. Mm, that's such a good point. The accessibility of it is just unlike any other time, you know, that we've ever seen. You think about, uh, you know, all of these cell phone makers pushing their cameras on these phones, even Apple's latest iPhone with its, uh, you know, the cinematography mode of people actually making short movies or feature films. I don't know if there's a Hollywood type feature film yet, but these are people making movies on, you know, something they can hold in their hands that is a thousand bucks. I mean, that's, that's very, very accessible. And I think you're right about the, the idea of video, um, making people feel more relatable or, uh, you know, seeing like radio, uh, uh, TV stars and movie stars be more popular than radio stars or more well-known than, you know, newspaper columnists, columnists, bloggers these days, um, you know, magazine article writers, these kind of people who have a, a written word in the past are kind of overshadowed by people because we see them constantly and mm -hmm. and that human element of seeing people builds trust we think we know them and let me just say as a business owner when you show up on video uh, studies show that if people can see your face uh, from a couple different angles whether that's through photograph or through video they trust you more so if you're able to send some videos or have people watch videos before you get on a sales call before they walk into your store you are already ahead of the game with trust and uh, relatability with your customers. So yeah, I think you're right. That That's one of the reasons it's it's just taken off is it's now more accessible than it ever has been before, which is crazy because we've gone through this pandemic. Uh, you know, everybody suddenly was pushed or a lot of people were suddenly pushed into like work from home or video-based conferencing, Zoom, and you know, video calls became a huge deal. So here's a wild stat from the report that also caught my attention. It is that in 2021, we actually saw a decrease in the number of videos posted to this specific platform, not not saying YouTube or social media, but in this specific platform, they Which saw Which platform is this? Wistia? Yeah, Wistia. I'm not super familiar with know. it, but it's kind of okay. like a YouTube for business is how I would describe okay. it. So they give you more tools to customize your video players, embed videos in your website, stuff like that. Hmm. So it's a very okay. B2B um, uh, platform, I think, whereas YouTube is very much like a, you know, creator-centered platform for mass audiences. Wistia is very B2B. So all these people answering this survey were business owners using video in their marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. um, and they posted fewer videos in 2021 uh, than they did in 2020. But video plays on the platform grew still almost 2 billion in 2021. So even though there were fewer videos on the platform, people hit the play button more by 2 billion times than they did the year before. To me, this is saying that people weren't watching more videos just because more businesses were producing videos or businesses were producing more videos. Instead, they were watching more because that's what they wanted to do. That's purely what they expected or wanted from these businesses. And I think that's a really powerful um, indicator of where we're headed is people are hitting the play button, not just because there's more out there, 
because that's truly what they want. I think that uh, um, Ramon Ray, who I, I had on my podcast, I can't remember which episode it was, but he uh, wrote a book called The Celebrity CEO and gave a bunch of statistics around how um, if the leader of every business or someone in the business will create a way to make themselves basically a mascot um, that it is very beneficial to the business. And um, I think he hit the nail on the head with um, that thought that people want to um, draw to a business through someone's face, mm. um, whether you are the CEO, whether you're the owner, obviously we're talking to small business, <laughs> family, small yeah. business owners. And I think that people love to see, uh, their, the, the family that is involved with the retail business. I think people love to see that. Um, and, and like you said, it makes them trust them more. Um, and, uh, I think that you, you're right in saying that, so many people are consuming videos and I wouldn't say maybe less businesses are creating for it. They could have been in 2021 or 2020 because a lot of people drew back on their marketing budget and were, um, mm. you know, worried and didn't go into their businesses and things like that. Um, I know a lot, there was a big drawback in mar people's marketing budgets. Um, but I think that, uh, if anything, there's a supply and demand issue. There's it, it, the supply or the demand it ever increases mm -hmm. more and more. And maybe that the businesses are not keeping up with the amount of videos. Um, you know, we, we have recently talked about TikTok, and that's the same way on that platform. I think there's so many people that are getting on TikTok and consuming, but there's not as many people creating for it, um, at the same pace as there are people consuming for it. So, um, yeah, I think that that's an opportunity for a business as well. Anytime that you have a, an increased, uh, demand for something, boy, you, you should probably step in there and fulfill it. And a lot of our family owned business listeners would feel that when we talk about supply and demand, right? If you see a demand for a product or a new product category or a different product in your, in your family owned business, you're going to step up and create that product because you know, there's money to be made there. It's the same thing here in the marketing world. There is a big demand for businesses to put out video, uh, so that consumers can consume it. And so why not step up to the plate, make that video content, invest in it, whether that's, you know, you hiring somebody who makes it for you, like you've talked about before, Steve, or you take the time as a business owner and do it yourself. Uh, you're answering that demand with some supply and you're going to be rewarded. Yeah. You're not, you might not be rewarded in this video is literally going to make me money right now, but this video is going to make me attention. I earn attention. I earn awareness. Yes. Um, and that's going to make me money. So that's a, an important way to look at this. Thanks for bringing that up. Supply and demand. Demand is great for video. Yeah, I think that uh, that a lot of it, the hardest part is that video is the that's the mecca. You have to be able to speak. You have to yeah. be able to look at a camera. You have to be quick and sharp. You can't read anything typically. I mean, I guess you could, you know, do a teleprompter or whatever, but, um, you know, it has to almost, I think that you can practice and get better and better at it. Sure. I look back at some of my first original, uh, you know, I have the YouTube deal with, uh, called Steve's horse show. And I've looked back on some of my videos from five years ago or six years ago, however long it was. And it's like, it's like cringy, you know, but I had to start. Um, and so, you know, I do think that you can get better at some, 
at video with some level of practice, but I do think that there's an element that it comes naturally more to some people than others. And um, so I think that's why that's tough for business owners. Uh, video is tough, but I think even if, and you see this, even if it's kind of cringy and even if it, those are almost the videos that I watch more. Yeah, because right. it's like, dude, this guy is clearly like really wanting to say something, you know. <laughs> um, and so I will watch. Sometimes I'll watch the cringy videos more than I will like the well polished. Hey, how's it going, everyone? You know, or whatever. Like, yeah. I I really enjoy like the cringy ones sometimes because I'm like, man, they're really trying. Um, and especially if they're not getting on there, just saying like, buy my crap, buy yeah. my crap. You know, they're they're like. Hey, I want to uh, educate. We've had some people here that have asked for, you know, if they're trying to educate people or, yeah. you know, do good in the community or do something. I, I applaud that, um, even if it is embarrassing, you know, <laughs> or sure. they're not great at it or whatever. So. And I think where you're headed in that direction is people just appreciate interacting and connecting with other human beings. And so they want it to be Honestly. genuine, yeah, and honest and, genuine, and real. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not great at it and you're clearly nervous, that's not an excuse that you should employ to not do the video. That's actually your one of your greatest tools and assets in making a video because everyone you're talking to is gonna instantly understand that this isn't fake. You didn't hire somebody to do this, mm -hmm. uh, it's real. And as you get better at it, people, again, trust you, they have more, um, you know, understanding of, of who you are, where you've come from. So, you know, as a business, it's just, it's all around good to get out there and, uh, and, and put your business out there on video. Now, if you're a, you know, a, a family owned business and let's say that your third generation, you know, son, who's an owner partner with you is better at it, then employ that use that person, you know, maybe granddad doesn't get on video, um, all the time or doesn't host, you know, the videos, maybe he's just included, uh, from time to time, but there's, there's definitely something to be said for making it and keeping it really genuine, really accessible and relatable. There's... I'm a big fan of calling, calling out the, the thing too. Um, oh yeah. If you are nervous or if you are like, I don't want to do this, but my grandson's making me or, you know, whatever it might <laughs> yeah. be. I I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. Cause I think that's hilarious when people say that, you know, at the beginning of videos, like, Hey, I hate doing these live videos, but everyone keeps asking me, you know, or whatever it right. is. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that because I think it again goes to the honest, genuine portion of yep. it. Um, so if you are, if you do hate it, or if you, um, you know, maybe somebody has been, uh, hitting you across the head with, with you've got to do Facebook videos or you got to make a TikTok or whatever. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of just saying like, Hey, I hate this, but, uh, somebody's making me do it or whatever. Yeah. Show up and be real. That'll, that'll win yeah. more every day. So the report had maybe one last interesting thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, and th this was kind of wild to me. So we know collectively like our attention span as a society is shrinking, uh, you know, and, and so a lot of the advice that marketers or, or businesses will give or assume is that shorter videos are really where you need to invest. Um, but this is wild. So engagement rates over the last three years on this video platform have remained nearly identical across all lengths of video, which is really to say that it's stable. So 
um, the same people who were, you know, watching and paying attention to long videos three years ago are still doing that uh, in 2021. The same people who were paying attention and watching short videos um, for that amount of time, it's the same in, in 2021 as it was in 2019. So based on that data, my advice would be we really need to categorize our video ideas based on how truly, you know, how much truly useful information that we're going to give uh, or how much uh, great story that we can tell um, our audience. So that would be if it's a tip, you know, make sure that it's a super short video. Don't bury it in the in something fluffy. Don't try to make, you know, a three minute video or God forbid, a 10 minute video out of one tip. Just get to it. Talk about it. It's OK that it's short. Um, if it's a heartwarming story about your business, like you've got a great review or a testimonial, um, keep it super short or unless you really want to invest in that story and produce like a mini documentary. And that doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be way involved. You just have to have a story that keeps people's attention for all the five minutes you're going to you're going to show them that video or whatever it is. Um, but if you've got a lesson or a tutorial or, you know, a presentation you want to do, don't be afraid to use that longer video. Remember, it's just got to be engaging the whole time. And so that was a wild stat to learn that um, even though attention spans are getting shorter, people aren't, the engagement's not dropping just because we're going forward in time. Uh, it's, it's sticking there. So that's more stability and more evidence that video, no matter how long it is, as long as it's engaging, is going to keep people's attention. And I'd love to know and I, you ha employ a couple of these because you've got your TikTok videos that are obviously pretty short, but then you also have full YouTube episodes that you do. There's, I have a few thoughts on this. The first one is right along with what you said. If you are um, stretching things out to try to fit a certain amount of time or if you're trying to shorten things down to fit an amount of time, um, I think that's ridiculous. I think you should fit the amount of or the length of the video to what you have to say if it's mm -hmm. a um, something funny or whatever it could be seven seconds and it could do great if it's something that is um, very informational in its nature or um, educational whatever um, th that might take 10 minutes to explain something um, you know but you see movies that are seven hours and you see movies that are one hour I mean yeah. I think it's the quality of of what you are saying um, all of them do good and, and same with reading the same with uh, pictures, or I guess pictures wouldn't really fit in that, but the same with reading. I mean, look at the Harry Potter books that were some of the most popular books ever. Yeah. Um, the Bible is the number one book sold in the world. It's very large, you know? I mean, yeah. uh, and there's also um, people read little clips on social media all day long. So I think um, what you have to say is the most important. And the second thing to that is where are you putting it? Mm. Um, if you are putting something in TikTok, that is, um, this is my seven part video because it only allows you to post a certain amount of video. This is my sec seven part series of, you know, the time that I uh, found this blah, blah, blah growing up or, you know, and it is something very serious in nature. It's very long in nature. And you're putting that on TikTok. That is typically um, the best content is short bite-sized chunks of either information or something funny or something trending or whatever, um, that is not going to fly with that platform. Hmm. If you put that same video on YouTube, it might explode. 
Um, if you put that same video on Facebook, it might explode. If you put it on Instagram, it might not. Um, you know, so I think the platform, people don't think about the platform a lot. I, I, I don't put the funny little, like, uh, stupid, like, dancing, trending, all that stuff that we do for TikTok videos. We don't put those on YouTube. It's, I mean, it might do okay on YouTube shorts or something. I don't know, but we don't, we put our longer informational, um, you know, 10 to 15 minute videos on YouTube and they do well. So, you know, I think the second thing is the platform. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I had a, a third point and I can't remember what it was now, but, um, those are the two, I think biggest things to that is, is stick to what you, um, know, and also stick to what you're good at. You know, if you're good at information and all that, then don't, don't try to do the, the short little like funny clips and stuff like yeah. that. If you're just really smart, um, and you have a lot of information pent up inside of you. I, I think the order you gave them is is perfect. Um, it first and priority is what do you know, what are you good at, uh, or what kind of content do you know you can create or know your audience wants, and then second to that would be now what platform fits that or where what platform is best. Yeah, you know for the knowledge and expertise that I have or the entertainment that I have. Well, you could go the other way too. I mean, we went the other. We went the opposite way. We said, oh, sure, "Man, I want to be on TikTok. It's it seems like it's exploding right now. What would go good on TikTok? You know, and that fits around our business. You know, and you right. and we we both walked through that together. It's like, well, we could do you know trending sounds, and we could get somebody to film it, and blah blah blah. You know, yeah. So, I mean, I think you could go backwards too if you want to create for a platform. Totally, and I think that's like anything in marketing. Uh, there's like an easy way to do it, and then there's a complicated or you know longer way to do it and both of them can work and neither of them are right or wrong but if you feel overwhelmed by getting into video then yeah focus first on what you know because that's where you're comfortable that's where you're an expert if you've already done video and it's not really working for you and you're trying and you're trying and you're trying maybe you need to go backwards and say i need to try a new platform what is good on that platform and i'm going to create for that platform uh, out of my expertise, but my main priority is I'm trying a new platform. I think that's totally acceptable and, and, you know, will, will work for you. I think in the end, uh, this report really shows us that our competitors are planning on using even more video, uh, this year than they did last year. And that's across all industries and all business models. So video is really the way that people expect to learn and build trust in your business and your brand. And so you need to make a plan to create and deliver that content that your potential customers are looking for. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I think uh, concluding thoughts are definitely, as I, the way I started, that video is the king. Um, yeah. whether it's television or, um, whatever we find in the future, whether it's a new social media app that shows us video or whatever. Um, if you are a business that is interested in growing your business through marketing, um, you should find a way, if you want to grow your business, uh, you should find a way to provide some sort of video content, um, and something that people would enjoy watching. If it goes all over you to make a video that you are in, if you're not good on video, if you cannot master it, you have no interest in mastering it, whatever. Again, I think that people can practice it and get better at it over and over. Um, however, if you have no interest in being on it, 
there are other ways too. I think you can hire a quote unquote mascot. You know, you could hire one of your employees to be on video for you, to only create videos for you or whatever that might be. I think there are creative ways to produce video for your business that doesn't have to be the owner involved. Um, but I do think that if you are a business that wants to grow, you should find a way to produce videos. It is a deeper relationship with people. Um, it is things that those are things that go viral. You hardly ever see, even if it's a funny five second video, you hardly ever see radio clips or um, newspaper articles that go viral or blog posts that go viral. They they do happen, but you see funny videos and and things like that go viral way more than um, anything else. It is a much more intimate experience. So uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, you found this uh, article um, with all of the, these statistics. I do think that video is incredibly important in your marketing. And if you don't uh, producing video, I think it's something that perhaps you're missing out on if you are interested in growing your business. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in that. So yeah, uh, those are my final thoughts. Anything else from you? Uh, I think that's it. Video is king. And so use the channel uh, because it's blowing up. Cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast with me and Mr. Christopher Fox from Fox Strategy. If you have a question about video and a question about marketing, you can find his information in the show notes and he will help you out. He might even make a video for you. I don't know. I don't know if he's for hire for a mascot or not, but... <laughs> to be uh we'll see on the next episode maybe he'll let you know there you go thank you for listening to this episode